So we're back with another episode of Sweet of the Juice with Kenyatta and Erica. Thank you so much for continuing to check us out on our social media page on Facebook and subscribing and rating the podcast. So keep it up. And we're just so, so excited today. In today's episode, we're talking about rushed romances. Mm. And we're talking with relationship guru, Mr. J. So help us welcome Mr. J. Yay! Hey, how y'all doing? Mr. J. Yes, yes, yes. For being with us today, the relationship guru. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being with us. Our listeners definitely want to know a little more about you, Mr. J. So we're going to jump right in and just kind of have you talk to us about who would you say influenced you the most growing up? Influenced me the most. I will say my mother's first husband. He taught me the meaning of what it means to work, take care of the family, and not only that, but accept a child that's not yours. Mm. Okay. He was one of those step-up dads. Right. I like that. Yeah. So if you were going to write a book about yourself, what would it be about? I always said I would write a book about relationships and love and things that I've been through and, and hoping that it will help and inspire other people to maybe make better choices in, in their relationships. Okay, so describe yourself in three words, Mr. J. Make them good. <laughs> um, well, I'm a lot, but I would say I'm, I'm loving, caring, and people always say I'm brutally honest. Mm. Sounds, that sounds painful. Right. Yeah. Brutally honest. I think. Oh, that hurts. I mean, because you know, you know how people say, you know, the truth hurts, but it's. I mean, it's the truth. But it sounds like you do it with love, like compassion. You're loving yeah. it, kind with it. Yeah. But... yeah. Like but I'm brutal. Kind and brutal. I hear that. I'm just, you know, let's hop in. We're gonna talk about our conversation today. We're talking about those rush romances. Actually, Mr. J, we want to thank you. This was a topic that you came up with. So we thank you for this really great, interesting topic. I know people are going to enjoy it. So tell us how you navigate conversations when you feel like you've moved too fast in a relationship and now you want to slow it down. Let's talk about it. How do you, okay, let me ask you this. How do you know when you've moved too fast? Because you, I, this when you, happens. I, when I move too fast, it's like when when little stuff starts to irritate you, and then you start wanting to like get out of the relationship. Then I feel like that's when you know when past relationship issues and problems starts to come into your future relationships. Then that to me that means you really wasn't one hundred percent ready. Okay. So it's like. Like I was in a relationship and she was she was very argumentative. So fast forward years later, and then I get into I meet a young lady and we seem like we vibing, and then she starts to trying to argue and pick like petty fights. So it's going to instantly take me back to my past relationship. Okay. And I'm gonna instantly say, oh, so she just like this person. And then if we talk about it, if we try to talk about it now, we can talk about it and talk it out and get an understanding and move forward. Then maybe you'll realize she's not like your past, you know, that past relationship. 
and then y'all can move forward. You would say, okay, well, this person is more mature and so forth, and we can move forward because you didn't mature, you didn't learn some things yourself. So y'all move forward. But if she continues to pretty much ignore what you're saying and y'all constantly arguing, and then it's like, okay, no, nah, you just like them. I don't want to be bothered with this. And what I used to do, because I, I, back in the day, I had an issue with, you know, communication, you know, expressing myself. I would start acting a butthole because I didn't want to hurt their feelings and, and let them leave me. Because at this point, I don't care. Okay. So it's like, okay, I don't care about this relationship right now. It's not going anywhere. I see what type of person you are. I don't want to deal with this. And I still had this compassion. So I would rather take the blame. So you would sabotage it a little bit. Just I would to... sabotage. So, yeah. that is, so back then, instead of having the conversation like, look, I think we moved a little too fast. I like you, but I want to I wanna scale back a lot. Or instead of having that conversation, you would just... I would sabotage. You would make it so I would, horrible. I would feel like it's okay. not going nowhere. How did you move from that man to this man who, you know, you're able to have these conversations now? Well, you know, grow, you get older, you go, if you the type of person that that's steady trying to better yourself instead of pushing blame on everybody else. Hmm. And that's what it's about. You have to, you want to better yourself. Okay. So instead of pushing blame, you look at yourself, you check yourself, you say, okay, you look at your own issues. Mm -hmm. So once you check yourself and look at your own issues, I knew I had a problem with communication. So I had to learn how to communicate. One of my biggest pet peeves was, you know, I didn't like conflict. So that would, hold me back from expressing myself, you know, mm. because I would feel like person's not going to understand me because I've been through so many situations to the point to where when I'm trying to explain myself, they will always take it in the wrong way or the negative way. So I was thinking like, well, maybe it's just me. Maybe I don't know how to express myself, you know, and just say, okay, this relationship ain't going nowhere. It's our sabotage. But now since I got older, it's like, okay, no, you know, going through situations and learning and paying attention to different women and some of them will say, but you don't know how to express yourself or uh, communicate. So it's like, okay, well, let me learn how to communicate and open up a little bit more. So I started opening up and expressing myself and telling people how I felt. And then something, you realize that they don't even like that. That's when the brutally honesty come in. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So it's like, now you stuck. Cause it's like, okay, well, I don't know what to do. Okay. <laughs> That's always the right thing to do though, to me. Yeah. To, you know, be upfront with it. Otherwise, I think it gets hard for both you and them moving forward if you're not upfront with them about what's, what's up and how you're really feeling. So I'm glad you were able to make that transition. That transition, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's definitely better to hear it honest and raw than to be you know, blindsided by something. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, it's, but you mean, know, absolutely. as a man, let me tell you all this, as a man, what a lot of women don't understand, from birth, most men, us growing up, we're being taught to hold our feelings in. Right. You know, when we babies, when we're young, growing up, it's like when we cry, we don't get that same love the girls get. <laughs> you know, grow up, no. we don't want to hear that I can remember hearing that, and I and I watch other people raise their their boys that way. They don't want to see their little boys crying. 
So it's like, suck it up. So we, after being that way as a young kid, and then you go into a teenager, and it's like, so by the time you're a teenager, it's like you don't cry. You 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 don't have any feelings. Mm. You suck I, it up. I agree. I think yeah. I think as a society, we oftentimes and find that we definitely indoctrinate our men to not feel emotion. Yeah. We try to teach them that they don't need to be in contact with their emotions. Right. And then once we get into a relationship, we don't we get punished again because we don't know how. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, you don't know how to show no emotions. You act like you don't care, this, that, and the other. It's like, we don't know. So we don't find out that we even have emotions until we get our heart broke for the first time. Mm. That's, a, that's like a catch-22 because it's like, you know, okay, oh, I do have emotions. I do care. But now you're angry. You're hurt. So now your next girlfriend now you got this nonchalant i don't give a care attitude mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like because you don't want to get hurt because you done felt something you never felt mm -hmm. and it hurts you to the core what people have to do and learn is you have to take the time out to heal yourself before you jump into a relationship the key right there Ooh, that's the key it and is. um and not everybody yeah. want want to take that time a lot of times right everybody yeah. rushed and that's, yeah, that's, that goes to the topic. It goes right to the topic. Right you to just keep topic, jumping in, right? We, right. It goes straight to the topic because we, you know, we don't have the patience to take the time out for ourselves to heal ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times, too, we, we so quick to push blame. Sometimes you think it's not you. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It wasn't me. It wasn't my fault. They did this. They did that. They did this. So you immediately right in there, you'd be like, well, it wasn't me. So you jump off into another relationship or, and then a lot of times we jump into relationships because, you know, we're bored, you know, we, we, we get lonely, but are you really ready to be in a relationship is the question. That's the question. And then you have, to, then you're dealing with rebounds. So right. now you always rebounded and rebounded. Right. Right. Okay. And you're in a constant circle in a battle. Guess what, though? With yourself. With yourself. Because you never took that time to assess. Like, right. Right. What, what were the real issues that caused this other relationship to end? And actually working on those things and before you move on to something else. That assessment time is crucial. Crucial to the whole rushing into the next thing and, and then having to have this tough conversation after that. So what I was hearing you say, the, the response really is kind of in a cliche sort of way, you're saying, it's not you, it's me. Like I'm not, I'm- right. You know, in life, and that's just, you know, it's like life is about choices and chances. So you take, you know, you make that sound choice and you make that, you know, you take a chance. Like I'm gonna give you an example of somebody, uh, I met her and I thought everything was cool between us. But this another thing that we have to do is pay, pay attention to even the smallest detail things. When somebody is telling you things, you have to really pay attention to what they are telling you. Because they're, they're telling you really, now I ain't going to say so much of who they are, because they might even think that they're over it. But they're telling you stuff, and you have, to you have to sit back and analyze that. This person can still be this way. They try to act like they're not. Okay, let me get into the story so we can so we can move forward. Get into it, get so, into it. Yeah, so <laughs> I had met this lady. I had met this lady. Now, we, I'm just going to give you a time, a time frame. 
So we just going to say she's 40. Okay, 40 years old. She started dating at 15. From 15 to 30, she was in an abusive relationship. So then she finally got out of that relationship and she wound up getting into another relationship and got married. This guy cheated on her for 10 years. So you got from 15 to 30, that's 15 years, 30 years old. Now you, I meet you at 40. And the only reason why you're divorced is because your husband went to prison. And this guy cheated on her every year. He like literally had a baby on her every year. And she dealt with this. So what I mean by pay attention, so she's telling me all this, and I'm not paying attention to the time frame. 15 years, you went through an abusive relationship. Then another 10 years, you went through a cheating relationship. So by the time I met, met her, she's acting like she's cool, but she's really, her whole life, she, she's been damaged. And I wasn't paying attention, attention to that part. I'm going off the physical part. We seem like we interacting with each other and I'm not listening to the, to the details. So our first incident was me thinking that, thinking that this relationship was going somewhere I go with my phone and I start deleting stuff out of my phone. It's only been a month, you know. So I started deleting things. So she confronts me. And so you what I was other doing, options. Is that what I'm hearing? I was, de I was deleting other options. Okay. Right. I see you. Okay. Because so, it's been a month, you know. We, everything sounds good. Seems good. So she asked me what I was doing, and I just say I'm deleting stuff out of my phone. She wants to snatch, she snatched my phone. Whoa. So. But you're saying as a result, you correlated that she had been abused and so she was a likely used to abuse. Yeah, she was used to abuse. Okay. And, and yes. And, and then, so she was used to the abuse and then being insecure. Cause I'm telling you, I'm deleting stuff out of my phone. She got insecure. She wanted to take my phone from me to see what I was doing. Mm -hmm. As if I was doing something. So that was showing me, that showed me her insecurity. Uh -huh. Then to physically attack me, that showed me you're used to this abuse, so you want to fight. Mm -hmm. And that's not me. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, but I gave her another chance, so we talked about it, because that's me. Then she did it again. So I had to tell her, like, look, this not going nowhere. And, and, it, and, and it's sad because her perception was, because of everything she'd been through, she told this. She told me that she felt like she wanted to get everything, all the bad stuff out in the beginning, and if we can make it past the bad stuff, then <laughs> this was her perception. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She, said, she said if we can make it past the bad stuff, she gonna beat you right, up. Right. So okay. I'm like, I said, I said, no, that ain't the way things mm -hmm. supposed to be. That's no. the why, why, why is she anticipating? She she created drama. <laughs> she wanted want to create drama, and and then if we can get past that, then we then we was good. Cause she said she said she felt like everything she'd been through, it was all good in the beginning, and then it broke bad. So she wanted to get the bad out the way first. And I said, no, 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 no. that's not the way things go. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't lead with your worst foot forward. Right, you know what I'm right. You put your best foot forward, not your worst foot. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> you better than me. I would have took off running. <laughs> hey, within a month, I tried. I tried. I'm, 
So, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to react like, so, so, goes, so heavily. To, but listen, that goes to our topic, moving too fast. I moved too, too I fast. went too fast. Mm. And I didn't pay attention to what she was telling me. Mm -hmm. mm. How did she take the breakup? How did that go? I mean, she took it bad, and I had to I had to call people, and I had to make it public. I don't put my business on Facebook, but I had to make it public just to let her know to leave me alone. Okay. So she went all the way left. Like, she turned almost stalkerish. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's what it kind of scares you, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think it just comes from people not dealing with their past, and they haven't healed themselves. So mm -hmm. they... They tend, you know, and, and then you're you're a product of your environment. So if you chose if you chose to deal with certain things your whole life, that's going to be you and who you are. So when they speak about being equally yoked, you know, in the Bible, it's like you had to get somebody that that's on your level. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to force people. Yeah. I'm glad you had the foresight to see to see that. Um, I agree. People tell you, they, they choreograph who they are. You have to just listen and pay attention. Um, you'll see it and mm -hmm. you'll hear it in their words. You'll see it even in their actions. You'll see them being inconsistent. Right. You'll see all kinds of things like that. Mm. Yeah. She definitely needed time. That's a lot of trauma yeah. to deal with. You know, mm -hmm. 25 years worth of trauma and you never deal with it. And you don't deal with it. And but, so... Would it be safe to say that you saw the red flags with this young lady, but you just did, you weren't paying attention? I, I wasn't paying attention and into detail. And I noticed that's what a lot of people do too. Some, some people flat out just ignore them, ignore them. Yeah. And they don't realize that those, a lot, a lot of times those red flags in the beginning be the same red flags that break y'all up. Six months later, eight months later, a year later, two years later, however, it'd be those same red flags that you saw in the beginning and you chose to ignore them. And then eventually when you wake up, then you'd be like, okay, once you made up your mind that you had enough, a lot of times it'd be the same, same red flag mm -hmm. in the beginning. From the very beginning. Mm -hmm. What would you tell someone, maybe a young person, in a situation and they're feeling this way they're feeling like hey i like this person but i don't know i'm seeing some red flags or maybe i'm just moving too fast what what kind of kind of advice would you give i would tell them if if they seeing red flags then that's pretty much i mean it, red flags are called red flags for a reason Okay. So don't ignore, don't ignore the red flag. Just know that if you make the decision to deal with it, there's a chance that it's a chance you're taking. Because like I said earlier, a lot of those red flags be the same red flag that you wind up breaking up for, you know, months later or years later. You said red flags. What was the other one? I said, or, or maybe it's no, maybe it's no red flags. Maybe they just feel like they've moved too fast moved and now fast. they um, don't know how to say it. They don't know what to say. They care about this person, but they try, maybe they want to take a step. I, I would tell them, hmm, you have to really look at yourself. Why, why do you feel like you're moving too fast? Hmm. You know, is the question. Like, are you moving too fast because you realize that you have 
past relationship issue that you haven't dealt with? Are you moving too fast because uh, you might feel like you're not mentally ready for this relationship or, 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 or is it a disconnection? You know, I would tell them like, you have to really analyze and look at everything. Say, okay, well, is it worth moving forward? Then yes, you have to have that discussion. And if you feel like you're dealing with somebody that won't understand you or you can't, or you can't have a discussion with them, then who? You might have to do what I used to do, sabotage that relationship. <laughs> 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 Worst that, advice they, they, ever. Perhaps. Because they, they, they ain't going to want to understand. But they, Worst they, case they, scenario, that's that. one way out, huh? That's, right. that's your way out. We prefer on this program that people yes. take the direct approach. Yeah, and direct approach. Have the tough conversation. Have the tough yeah. conversation. But we hear yeah. you that there are <laughs> alternatives out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's another thing I would tell them. Like, look, hey, you can go for it, experience and go through it. Just know what you're dealing with. Right. And, you know, a person should be as informed as possible. Right. When going you know forward in anything you know so if you can help to inform them about you know what could happen what happens when this happens then right. you know you you've given a given them a leg up so i always say you don't have to learn everything for yourself for a long time i was so hard-headed i thought i had to make all the mistakes and the moment mm -hmm. i realized i didn't have to learn everything the hard way it was like voila that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's a relief. Because I, I mean, I always tell people too, like, you know, you, you live and you learn, but you learn from your mistakes and other people's mistakes too. Right. You pay attention to everything. You know, mm -hmm. you see, I always sit back and just observe things. Mm -hmm. And I listen to people. I sometimes, you know, you want to be a listening ear and a crying shoulder, but, you know, it's like, okay, you saying this, but you ain't trying to make a move. It's like, if you really, really deeply feel like, you know, this not for you, then get get out the situation. Right. Don't okay. complain about it every day, all day. Get out. Get out. Easier said than done, Mr. J. No, I'm just swear. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're, you're right. right, though. You're, you're, you're right. right. You gotta, you know. It's, it's always easier said than done. Always, right? Especially when there's some type of feelings involved. When feelings are involved, it's like, ah, I don't know, you know, should I leave? Should I stay? But, you know, when I mentioned earlier about equally yoked, it's like, you might not be the one for me. And you have to learn to accept that that's okay. Like, sometimes, you know, say, okay, like me, I don't smoke. I've dealt with people who smoke cigarettes, but then I have to be real to myself. How long can I really deal with this? You know, how long, you know, I mean, it's going to bother me. But if I can really say, well, I, everything else is cool and this one little issue bothers me and I can deal with it, and then you show me the respect where you don't smoke around me, you know, I can say, okay, well, I can deal with this situation. But where the problem's gonna come in at is that same situation gonna come up down the line to where, you know, he or she is gonna feel like I can smoke in my own house if I want to. Okay. And it's like, and then it's gonna be, you knew I was smoking when you first met me. Right. So why is it a problem now? So them the things you have to ask yourself too, you know, do you really want to deal with this? Because you have to look at the future. You know, like they tell you, you know the game of chess, you know the game of life. This is chess, not checkers. You have to know every move and every kind of way that this situation might go. 
and then ask yourself, do you want to deal with that? I think like with chess, you're, you're, it's one of those things where you're having to think a few moves ahead. And so right. with that thinking ahead, I hear you talking about non-negotiables. That's what I call them. Mm -hmm. Where just things I am not going to budge on. Those are things right. that I, I cannot deal with. Smoking, quite frankly, is one of mine. Mm -mm. Right. I'm, it gets in my locks and it stinks and I can't get it right. out. And then too, right. <laughs> I have really bad allergies to it. Right. Um, so I, I agree. I think you you have to know what you want going in and if those things if you're willing if you're budging on stuff and then you're gonna just get down the line later and say oh i think i rushed into this then you should have paid attention and yeah. gotten out earlier because you knew that was something you couldn't deal with wow. so that's what i hear you saying is like wow. don't don't forego your non-negotiables and then wow. later use that as an excuse of why you want to be out the relationship <laughs> right wow. right mm -hmm. i call it a non-negotiable too um, and I do have non-negotiables. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> those red flags, you're starting to re realize the ones that you absolutely cannot deal with. It's, yeah, it's a lot. There it's are a lot some when you see it. <laughs> insecurities is a problem with me. Um, jealous hearted, you know, if you jealous hearted is a problem. And that, and that don't just go for friends. I mean, that go for friends and family too. And then, you know, it's a lot of deal breakers out there. Um, but when they show them in the, in the beginning, like I said, you got those red flags and then you got those deal breakers. I mean, if they are deal breaker, do not go down that path. You know, you come in with a little baggage. I got my little baggage and we gonna help each other unpack this baggage and we gonna go from here. If we know how to communicate with each other and comprehend each other and understand each other. Yeah. You, don't, you can't realize your own mistakes. It's yeah. always me, no. No, 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 no. You have to be able to do that self-assessment. Like you said, everyone has brokenness about them and things that they are flawed in. That's the world. We're born into the world like that. So I, you know, you're going to have issues that are going to affect you. It's going to bleed onto others. And yes. so you have to be willing to assess like, okay, yeah, I'm terrible at this. Or, you know, I'm not, I'm working on this. The issue for me oftentimes, uh, Mr. J, is that okay, I may come with my little handbag and shoulder bag, but I don't want nobody showing up with duffel, duffel bags. <laughs> because I, I, right. I don't know if I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm strong enough to help you unpack that. Right. You may need to go get some smaller bags and then come back and holler at me. You know, I, that's something that I feel like I experienced people that had a lot more than what I was equipped to handle. And, and I think that gets back to our topic is that you know, when you see that kind of stuff, I think that's when you you know, okay, well, maybe I rushed into this before I fully kind of going with what we talked about last week's to see just those not, uh, you know, not necessarily getting getting all of the background check information up front, yeah. not getting mm -hmm. everything we needed to really assess who we were dealing with. Mm -hmm. um, right. but, and you also have to have an open mind too. Yeah, you know, like I'm listening to you now and you're saying, you know, they, the person might be coming with duffel bags. And it made me think about, you know, even my life, you know, it's like once you, it's like once you take the time out, if you got an open mind, take the time to get to know somebody, sometimes it's not, it's not what you thought it was. That's right. You're right. I, I hear that. That, um, and that's important. Like you said, we have to, we have to know what we can handle. Right. Like Sissy right. was saying, and we, so we have to be open to at just, the same time. yeah and listen 
It's a fine know what you're willing to deal with and don't and know what you don't want to deal with. So I think, you know, we've had this great, wonderful conversation today. And I want to thank you, Mr. J, for all of your excellent relationship advice. And I'm buying your book, too. Okay. Um, so <laughs> we like to usually end Sweet of the Juice with letting our audience know what made our juice sweeter. For me, I just think this was a, a good show, just kind of talking about relationships in a way that I think everybody can understand. Everybody has rushed into a relationship. We've all dealt with, you know, knowing like, uh-oh, I don't know about this dude or, or this girl or whatever, you know. It just takes maturity, like you were saying. It's just really about yeah. being mature, learning how to talk people and yeah. it is worth it's it's worth it you know for your own peace of mind and to just relieve this other person because you know who want to drag somebody through the mud if they don't have to I, I took a lot away from this and um so i thank you sissy what about you what made your juice sweeter today my juice was sweetened by the fact that we really honed in and talked about when you're moving too fast and needed to slow down really just being real about where you're at proximity wise emotionally you're not it's not where you want to be because i i think you will end up ultimately having to have a tough conversation with someone just taking the time to assess absolutely okay. what about you mr j what made your juice sweeter today learning that you have to keep it 100 with yourself first mm -hmm. if you guys out there are listening and paying attention just know that it starts with self and self-love and then you can eventually move forward. So we want to thank everyone this week for listening in to Sweet of the Juice. We appreciate you. Tune in again next week. Bye-bye.